Welcome back to D-Class Moto Podcast. It is me, Hayden, and we've got Deshaun <laughs> on as a guest. What up, dude? What's up, man? How are you guys doing? We are doing great. Uh, thanks for taking the time to come on. We, uh, I, I think we've kind of talked about this for a little bit, so glad we were able to get, get you scheduled on the podcast, and mm-hmm. uh, we're excited to like get to know more about you and kind of your whole yeah. riding journey and all that. I know it's kind of a cool story, so. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. Um, Welcome to welcome to the podcast. Let's uh I guess we can kind of start off with just kind of getting a little bit of background on you for anybody that doesn't know you already. Well, um I originally I was riding sport bikes and was kind of just had a GoPro laying around, started throwing some videos on TikTok and it, it was it was kind of slow at first, but people liked how bad I was, I guess. <laughs> so, um I guess I ended up trading my sport bike for a dirt bike, took it to the track. And I ended up doing horrible like anybody would on their first day. And um, I ended up getting it on GoPro and posting it. And it pretty much went viral. Got pretty, pretty close to 2 million views on my on my uh, TikTok when I first posted it. Dang. And um, I had a lot of support and a lot of like, I don't know, people calling me trash, which is fine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The but, internet. Yeah. But from there, people, people like me. They see that... Um, I, I guess I'm progressing pretty quick, mm. but then again, when you don't know anything about the sport, you kind of, you kind of get the basics pretty fast, mm-hmm. but from looking from the outside in, it kind of looks like I'm going insane, getting good pretty fast, but yeah, I mean, that, that's what I picked up when I, I, I was just kind of scrolling through your feed and stuff like that and just kind of get a, an understanding of, you know, what you do and, and stuff like that. And, um, is the video that you posted as like the second time at a track, like, like genuine. Okay. Yeah, genuinely second time at a track. I That's, did not. So uh, then going from that video to like some of your newer videos, like I was watching you, dude, you're how long, have you, how long you've been riding on dirt now? Um, August 19th was my first time, like even on a dirt bike of last year. So, Holy dang, cow, so like dude! A barely year, a little bit over a year. Yeah, just barely a year. And I, I got to give you some mad props. You're looking really fast out there, dude. Um, yeah, I mean your corner speed is like insanely fast compared to like what it was, you know, like half yeah. a year ago, even too. So, right. Um, right. I think that's yeah. that's really cool, dude. We You're we've been it. riding for well, I, I kind of rode in middle school for a second there, but like mm-hmm. legit riding, we've been riding for a, I guess it's close to two years now. We're still like very yeah. new to it. And dude, like just from watching your videos, you're way faster than I am. Probably faster. Uh, you can throw some whips fatter than you can. Oh, so I, 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 oh, I know <laughs> that. But um, well, it, yeah. it just kind of comes from the people that I surrounded myself with. Dude, I found it. I found some like cool people. I didn't. Mm. I didn't know anything about motocross, so I kind of just went and showed yeah. up to whoever's there, and everybody oh. kind of took me in. That's awesome. That's yeah. sick. Shout out um, to the moto community for that. I mean, yeah, for real. How many how many times do we get to see how, you know, people really like interact right. at tracks and like just kind of take people under the wing? I mean, the first time we went <laughs> racing, we literally had, you know, like our own personal coach, uh, Brody. Um, yeah. I mean, that was that was kind of wild, but yeah, yeah, another great experience with you. So that's that's really awesome to hear. So right. what made you decide to get a dirt bike in the first place? I know you said you were on street bikes and then yeah, and that's a pretty um, big jump from or different direction, I guess, from street bikes to dirt bikes. Well, right now I'm 19. So uh, I don't know. I was like kind of pushing 18 when I had a sport bike. And dude, like you can't go slow on those things. So it's kind of get, it was getting sketchy. Like every time you ride it, they're mm-hmm. pretty sketchy. People pulling out in front of you, just animals, stuff like yeah. that. So I was like, I might as well like 
choose being sketchy by myself, like going off triples and shit, instead of like having like an old lady pull out in front of me, you know? So yeah, yeah. I want to choose my own fate, I guess. Yeah, I totally, I can, I can definitely, uh, speak about like the street bike side of things. Yeah. I bought a 2017 Yamaha FZ09, um, oh, yeah. a couple, uh, a couple months ago and I've been riding it around. I mean, I rode, I rode motorcycles, you know, on the street a lot more than I have on the dirt. Um, I rode pretty much, I got my, my cycle endorsement before I got my driver's license. That's um, just <laughs> so that was, that was really cool. Um, I mean, I rode my first bike that I like ever rode was a 1100 CC V twin cruiser bike. Um, which it, it doesn't have anywhere near the speed that my Yamaha FZ09 has, but like the torque on it was, was pretty gnarly. Um, but anyway, yeah. learning how to ride on a bike like that, that weighed, you know, 500 pounds, um, taught you a lot about like balancing and stuff like that. But, yes. um, yeah, I totally can understand where you're coming from in terms of like how sketchy it is on the street. Like yeah. you have to respect the street a lot more than the dirt. Cause I mean, I, right. I mean, I've gotten hurt more on the dirt than I have on the street, but like, yeah. we're talking about like, you know, broken bones and stuff like that instead of like actually like dying on the street. Cause yeah, like literally. all it takes yeah, is one go, person to walk down on you. the street. Then it's yeah, it's more than likely more than exactly you know, a tip over in a Ex corner. Exactly. So not only like tip overs in the corner, like I've been in the hospital twice since riding dirt bikes and you know, it's not like any of those injuries like ruined my life. Wait, I mean, twice. Was it only once? Yeah, it was my once, shoulder. and they once and they found nothing wrong with you. <laughs> he well, like he likes to shoulder. talk like he's like, oh yeah, I go to the hospital all the time. Well, I went. <laughs> I, I probably should have went after my ankle, but probably pro probably just to like get it checked out. But anyway, um, yeah. I mean, going to the hospital is one thing, but like you know, going to the hospital in, in an ambulance is another thing. Um, right. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, they're both like dangerous in different sports, but. Um, I definitely would say the dirt is a lot safer to be on. Yeah. Well, like, like, kind of yeah. like what you said, like the dirt, it's like you're in control of potential accidents. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Someone could land on you on the dirt, but it's yeah. like, there's not like cars flying around with you on the exactly. yeah. track. Yeah. <laughs> Karen's Probably not pulling out in her Honda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's everything on the road, dude. There's people pissed. Like people mm -hmm. just got into divorce, drunk drivers. You yeah. Know, so true. Yeah. So true, um, man. So, where do you live? What state? I, I live in Ohio right now. Mm. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, we're down in Tennessee, so I guess that's oh, that's, uh, that's not about, too far. It's about six, seven hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've ridden out uh, once, so I've been through Tennessee. You rode what? Where at? Monster Mountain in Alabama. Oh, dude, yeah, we've, we've been, been wanting to yeah, go down there. We, how how was that track? Dude, it's sick. Really yeah. sick. Yeah, it's awesome. Do I you, can't even really describe it. It's just it's gnarly. I was gonna say, do you ride as frequently as um like as you would like to? Like do you have that kind of free time? I don't really. I mean, I gotta work, you know. So mm -hmm. just going to work and then coming home and riding when I can. I really I mean, I'm doing this sport by myself. It's really expensive, you know. So yeah, yeah. Like oh. when you crash, yeah, like you yeah, I gotta That's... wait, you know. My bike's <laughs> my bike's in the garage like looped up right now. I just yeah. gotta get a couple checks. So mm. not not as much as I wish I could ride, but I'm definitely grateful for the amount of time I can ride for sure. That's for awesome. Sure. Man. That's good. That's do you good. have, do you have good tracks up there? Um, I got a couple in Ohio, but I usually go up to Michigan. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. That's, that's hometown right there. Yeah, oh, Hay yeah. Hayden's from like what? 10 minutes from Redbud. Yeah. I grew oh, up that. like, yeah, you could hear the track from my house in the, in that's the, sick. yeah, in the, that's in sick. the, in the summer, but, 
Um, yeah. yeah, Michigan's home for me. Yeah, Michigan's where the tracks are. That's where everybody rides. Really, that's are really so around crazy. Here. Yeah, <laughs> you know that is that is like so wild to hear because like growing up, my buddy Aaron had a dirt bike, and I've talked about him on the podcast before. He and I did a bunch of like goon stuff like that growing up, but he never went and rode a lot of the Michigan tracks. Like he only rode like at Redbud open rides and stuff like that, and and oh, then like man. trails and stuff like. Yeah, I mean, like we yeah. live so close to Redbud, we, you know, we we could go ride take- Redbud frequently sure. but yeah. yeah he did like an open c class and got like smoked yeah um but one of your buddies didn't he like race chase sexton and like land into oh, him yeah. or something yeah, yeah yeah that was uh nick boyd nick boyd used to write uh race 85 cowie uh back in like 2007 or something he must have been pretty quick if he was like he was battling with chase sexton on 85 well he got lapped and landed on (laughs) well (laughs) it's chase yeah Um, that's um that's cool are you going to redbud next summer yeah i plan on it um i don't know if i'll be like riding it but i'll definitely be there for sure i was this year so oh well i was at mx nation oh yeah yeah. really we we went to uh, Redbud on the fourth, and we wanted yeah. to go to MX Nations. It didn't work out because like a bunch mm-hmm. of different things. But yeah, dude, so, I bet that was sick. Yeah, it, it was pretty insane. There was a lot of drunk people swinging chainsaws. <laughs> it, it, it was pretty gnarly. Welcome but. to Redbud. <laughs> Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So did you go the whole weekend, like Saturday, Sunday, and all that? Yep, we did. We grabbed a hotel like right twenty minutes away, and Buchanan, just, Buchanan, uh, Berrien Springs, or Buchanan. I didn't hear you. What'd you say? Were you in a uh, Berrien Springs or Buchanan for the hotel? Uh, Berrien Springs. Yeah. <laughs> At the I, spot. Probably, I probably know what hotel you stayed in, but that's <laughs> awesome, dude. <laughs> um, dude, if, if you can make it happen, you should, when you, if you come up to Redbud on the fourth this year, we're trying to do like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. they have these like night races. Oh, a hundred percent. And it's you like. In. It's a, it's a smaller track, um, but it's so much fun. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, and on, on top of that, like, um, we'll probably camp there and we'll probably just go out there with a truck and trailer and split, you know, camping. We, we'll probably bring up some buddies too. And I'm looking to do, like, the the day race. Um, I think it's after I the I think Pro the National. day race is, like, on the big track, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 it is. Whew. Yeah. So, I mean, LaRocco's yeah. on the 125, you know, yeah, James, right. James Stewart hit it on a 125. I don't know, maybe, maybe Hayden Meyer hits it on a 125. We're just saying. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's pretty, that's pretty wild. I think yeah. his bike was a little more beefed up than yours. I, I don't think. know, man. That, I just, I just rebuilt the top end and, you know, cleared out the, you know, the, 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 the power valve. So it, it barks. Yeah. <laughs> but, but if you, if you can make it work and come up and, and race, I, I think it's a pretty, yeah. We, we just came up, we, when we were up there on the fourth, we just watched and then we watched the night races mm-hmm. yeah. and it looked like a ton of fun. Yeah. Like it's, it's like that. not like, I mean, people are racing, but it's not one of those like, you know, competitive, like serious. It's just like right. people are Super goofing chill. off, like wearing capes and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. we yeah. saw these people like blow up a pit bike or try oh, to blow up a pit bike. Couldn't blow it up. <laughs> it was, it was a wild event, yeah, but it looked like a ton of fun. And so we're yeah. going to, we're going to okay. try and like race in it next year. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, it shouldn't be too hard for me to get to. I mean, yeah. I, I went this year to watch, so I mean, I could just bring my bike and ride. So yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. That's awesome. So give us kind of like a rundown of like um, how you've been progressing through, you know, like your speed, because like you're in, you're in like a hundred times faster than day two. So like, where did you kind of see yourself progressing, and like what kind of techniques did you start picking up, stuff like that? Well, I guess I was, I guess I was okay with being slow. I didn't really expect much out of myself. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just 
learn the basics like everybody was telling me. Like, like I said, I was riding street bikes, so I hadn't, I had no, I had no mm-hmm. motos to, to at all. No, I had no clue. So I just kind of did what people told me. And at some point people can only tell you so much. You kind of mm-hmm. know what you're supposed to do. So I kind of just put my head down and kind of just went to practice. And I just didn't focus on being fast. I just, I'm not trying to keep up with anybody while I'm there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just practicing and mm-hmm. I'm really bad at racing though, dude. Like <laughs> I'm so bad at racing, but I'll, I'll look good at practice for sure. Yeah. But there's still little things that I need to work on. I'm, I definitely don't have it. Like, I don't know what to say. I, I definitely don't have it like mastered. Mm-hmm. I definitely have a lot of things to work on. I'd fall a lot, um, dab my foot, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Elbows, just little basic things I need to do. Yeah. Like I've never been riding for a year. So yeah but that's that's the same stuff we're working yeah. through <laughs> so are, are you focusing a lot on like technique and stuff while you're practicing all that not really technique just kind of being comfortable on a dirt bike mm. on the dirt like i i know how to use a clutch and put my foot out and all that stuff i mean keep your head high i get all that stuff it's just the fact that i'm i'm trying to ride smooth and consistent mm. and i'm not really thinking about be like all right i'm thinking about like my attack position yeah but i'm also thinking that I need to come into this corner and rail it, but I'm not thinking like, if I don't, then my practice is over. I just, I don't, it doesn't matter to me really. I don't get in my own head. Yeah. I just go to practice. I got these four hours to ride my dirt bike. I know I'm going to get better because I'm at the point I am right now. Like I'm not even close to like good. So anytime I get on that dirt bike, I'm going to get better. So Mm -hmm. I don't really look at, um, I need to push myself today. Cause then I'll get hurt and I'm paying for this stuff by yep. myself. Yeah. So I need to take it slow, take it yeah. chill. And mm-hmm. That's learn. definitely, that's definitely a big factor. I mean, um, like on Monday we got to go to work and, you know, pay the bills yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, I definitely think that I've in the past have sent it a little bit, you know, at times harder than I should have, but yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of learning. Like, you know, now I know like when to be a little bit more reserved and like when, when to and when not to, you know, open, open it up. But, um, just- See, I'm, I'm bad about that. Like, especially like, which I feel like when I was, you know, a little kid, it, you didn't even think about these things, but mm-hmm. now yeah. like when I'm, when I'm eyeing up a jump that I haven't hit before, I'm thinking, all right, well, if I crash, then I won't be able to work tomorrow. I don't know what my boss is going to think about that. He's not mm-hmm. going to be happy about it. Yeah. And you know, I've got to deal with my health insurance and I've also got to deal with if this bike gets, chopped in half on the, <laughs> yeah. when I land and like yeah. all, once all these things go through my head I'm like all right screw it I'm not gonna hit it today which yeah. I know people yeah. are like wow what a little weenie but like dude that's it's, that's it's legit the, the main thing is like the, the whole like I gotta go to work tomorrow is like a huge yeah thing that like back when you were a kid and like I've talked about this before in the podcast like I think to get to the level of like these you know crazy fast riders B class rider yeah I think you have to be willing to take those risks when it doesn't, when the result isn't, when, if you crash, it's like, whatever, I got to wear a cast school. Mm-hmm. It's like not right. that big of a deal. Um, and then like, by the time you get to like, you know, 18, 19, and then like our age, you're already comfortable doing those crazy things. Mm-hmm. But exactly. when you're, when you're our age and you're like, now it's All right, trying I got to learn like, this, then it's like, yeah. there's yep. a lot more things to get through your head. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You have, the, you have a sense of danger now. Like, yeah. I mean, you know what it is now. Like we, we're not like, we're not 15 anymore yeah. and kind of just don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you know what 
a broken bone feels like and don't want to go through that. Yeah, don't want exactly. to pay for it, stuff like that. So yeah. An, another thing that kind of helped me is like, I just, I don't think anyone's like, I mean, there's people that are better than me. You're just, I mean, you just know more than me right now. Like mm. I can do, I can throw a whip. It's just, I don't know how to right now. Mm. Does, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. How to throw a whip. It should, I will eventually, mm. you know, I just got to keep that mindset of just, I can do it just as good as, or better as mm. the next guy. I just don't know how to yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think another, another thing that, um, like on a kind of a separate topic, but still like learning how to ride is like, how do you personally set up your suspension? I, yep. I made a, I made like two click adjustment on my rear bound on my rear shock uh, rebound. And it completely changed the confidence level in my riding. Like hmm. I, yeah. it was when we were at South Fork, um, the day that Richie really hurt himself. Uh, um, really? I had gone like two clicks softer on the rebound. So it would stay loaded up in the rear on braking bumps such a game changer like really yeah i was like blown away i'm like there's just two two clicks on the adjustment like made a huge difference but i probably never would have noticed that like you know the first couple months of riding but like because this is just so much further down the line in our you know journey of riding like i was able to like feel a difference and like kind of like oh that that feels better that feels more like confident inspiring yeah um on the track but i mean i don't know where you're at with like your suspension and how you feel about you yeah, know adjustments I'm, I'm like i'm out there on a completely stock bike yeah yeah and for me it's like now not like if i were to go ride now i feel like i would know the difference on like suspension mm -hmm. that's set up for me mm -hmm. but up leading up to this point dude i didn't care about a pipe or like yeah that. yeah yeah dude, i'm not fast i didn't care yeah yeah like I'm, I'm barely out of second gear so mm -hmm. i don't i don't even care about that stuff but but now I definitely need suspension. I'm bottoming out. I'm going fast enough to where my bike's reacting different. Yeah. Yeah. Where, mm -hmm. where I'm just not, I'm not like just tipping over every corner, just being bad. Yeah. Now I'm pushing myself and using my bike. So mm -hmm. it, it definitely needs some stuff to be mine now for mm -hmm. sure. Definitely. I mean, there's so, there's so much to learn in terms of just like what, what we're supposed to feel on the bike like and feedback from the bike and like how to interpret that kind of stuff um, i'm so bad about that it's, I know, it's like, so you're, hard you're pretty good at it where you're like you can feel like a difference like if i i guarantee you if i changed a clicker one or two on my bike i would not notice at all mm. i think yeah. i think i've related a lot of that from street riding like street riding is so much more I think there's just a little bit more precision in terms of like being on the street because the ground is a little bit more consistent. I've gotten a lot more feedback from riding on the street. And I think I've translated that to riding really dirt bikes in a sense. Cause on my, on my street bike, like the throttle is just so precise on it. Um, right. you can feel, you know, just subtle differences and like every little bump on the road you feel, I mean, it's not like you don't feel it on a dirt bike, but on a dirt bike, there's just so much happening at one time. Um, yeah. you're just kind of flooded with that stuff, but, um, just kind of like, you know, being aware of, um, what your body is feeling and kind of translating that into, you know, suspension adjustments, I think is, it's just mm. part of like learning and riding. I mean, if you had somebody at the track who knew what they were doing with suspension and said, yeah. Hey, go out with your suspension set up like this and then come back, I'm going to make adjustments based on like what you think is going on. And then like, or like what I see, you know, yeah. like if he sees your bike is, you know, bottoming out or like not bottoming out or needs this right. or that and make adjustments, I guarantee you would, you would feel I'm a sure, difference. Yeah. If I got it set up, which that's once I get, I'm debating selling my bike and buying a, a newer bike and mm -hmm. then 
actually putting money into like the suspension and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I am really interested to be able to tell like if it, if I'm going to, I'm sure I will notice a difference, but I think there's just certain people like, uh, like we had Dayton Briggs on, you know, Dayton. Um, and he, uh, he, the way he was talking about it, he said, it sounds like he's like super hypersensitive to certain things. Yeah. He was, Um, he was saying things that I was like, how do you even notice a difference? He, he takes one of the bolts out of his motor mounts and he was like, if that bolt is in there, I can tell on the first lap. That's the stinking craziest Dude, thing I've ever heard. That's the difference between like an amateur rider and mm-hmm. somebody that's like doing some stuff. Yeah, yeah like pro level. Like, well, but he was even saying that like there's people that are riding at his level that yeah. are not good at being able to like, Communicate. Tell, like feel stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like they're fast riders. They just need someone else watching them and like telling them right. what to do. Like a mechanic in a way. Just yeah. Just, yeah. You're just kind of just. I don't know, just tunnel visioned mm-hmm. and you have like a mechanic adjusting your bike for you from what he sees. Yeah. Or someone that can like be like, Hey, look, it looks like it's kicking you in this corner mm-hmm. and like, right. they may not even really notice it, but it's slowing them down. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm that, like, that's definitely the category I'm in. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm also not really fast enough to where someone's like, I don't know. Someone's yeah. like, Hey, you need to do this and this and this. And, but I, I feel like when I'm out there, it's like, maybe I'm just like, so tunnel vision, like what exactly is going on right in front of me. But I have I have a hard time like, mm-hmm. or maybe my suspension just already set up perfect. Who knows? I, I bet that's what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel. I mean, I don't. My suspension is definitely not perfect, but I mean, the only thing I'm feeling is like it's a little stiff. Like mm, it can be really? soft. I don't feel like I don't know if I could like describe it to anybody else to like really do adjustments. You know? I yeah. Kind of just mm-hmm. One thing. One thing I am gonna do next time I'm out at the track is uh, I want to put a zip tie on my front, oh, fork. front fork so I can see if I'm actually using the full travel or not. I mm. feel like yeah. I am. I got that on my street bike, and it's it's pretty cool. Really? Yeah, I, well, it doesn't really help me a whole lot because when you do wheelies and you, like, land on <laughs> yeah, a wheelie, sure that it compresses like, it all the way, so it's, like, kind of pointless. But, on but a for stuff bike, like yeah. this, it would be helpful. Definitely, definitely. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, so tell us about how you kind of built um, – built your platforms and stuff like that. I noticed you had, you know, a pretty large following on TikTok. So kind of like, where did, where did that start and where's that going? I don't know. I guess I'm, I guess I'm a real down to earth person. Mm -hmm. I mean, I replied to most of the comments. I'm not, I'm not, you know, belittling anybody, you know, I'm just posting on TikTok some stuff that I've caught on my GoPro or if I'm bored. So I don't really think that, I think that kind of helped me grow Mm -hmm. in a way. People feel like they can, they're close to me can get in contact with me. I'm not like some random famous person at all, just cause I have 50,000 followers that like me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not the case at all. And I don't make it seem that way. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that helped me grow. I grow. Jeez, that voice You're fine, dude. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I, think that, I think that helped me grow, but um, I don't know. I get, I don't, I don't post for it, like people, I guess if you, you can take that for with a grain of salt, but I don't post for anybody else. I post cause I want to. Yeah. So, it's um it doesn't really matter to me what other people think so that's I a, guess that's such a fresh that's such a fresh mindset because so yeah. many so many kids and I, I don't mean to like i'm not calling you out but i'm i'm like yeah. a lot of kids your age are like you know trying to chase that you know those numbers and like and followers right. and stuff like that and they get so wrapped up they kind of lose yeah. the the like the actual fun that they can have like riding exactly. or doing whatever they're doing, you know, like do what makes you happy um and enjoy it enjoy yeah. it to and the like fullest. one thing that i love about like this just isn't like the sole reason why we're posting, but I'm excited for when I'm like 60 years old, I'm going to be mm-hmm. able to look back and be like, 
oh, I was doing all this when I was, yeah, you know, in my twenties, like here's all these sick videos and like, mm-hmm. here's, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I was like filming like fishing stuff at one point mm-hmm. and now I'm filming dirt bike stuff. And yeah, it'll, I, I think it'll be cool when we're, you know, 60 years old and are up on Mars or whatever. Yeah. Watching, yeah, right. looking at our TikToks, like, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember when I was when I was all young doing that. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, that's another reason why I post. I, I mean, I can watch myself back, like mm-hmm. from a month ago, and like, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy to see, like me if I were to watch a video I just posted of me riding, like I would just know that I could do so much better if I were to go ride today. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of the motivating thing for me is to keep posting, keep watching myself get better. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'm sure that's super motivating. Yeah. yeah dude. It's cool. Oh, I bet watching your footage, like even that, us, that gets like, me fired like, up. Honestly, like, <laughs> we don't really get that much footage of us riding. Yeah. Not really. Maybe we should do more yeah. of that. Cause like we both have GoPros. I, I, I know I've progressed over the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Dude, um, you get but, to see. Mm. Oh, I'm sure. I, I, have, I have a couple of videos for me. Like when me and David went up to, um, I forgot what that track was called. Me and me and my buddy went up to a track, like, the first week I got a dirt bike. Yeah. Uh, um, that little like super cross track. Yeah. Me and my buddy went up there and like, we were filming each other. Cause it was like the first time we took the bikes out and like, we were feeling yeah. so cool with our new gear and all that. <laughs> yeah. And dude, I was getting like this much air and I was like, I was like, Oh, I felt so cool. I can't wait to post this on my story. I'm going to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. be looking like I'm throwing some fat whips. <laughs> um, but now I look at that and I'm like, dang, I am a lot better than I was then. Yeah, I'm still right. like pretty slow. So, I mean, like to, to be able to like, I'm excited to see what I'm going to be in like a year or two. And yeah, I mean, even like, it's cool that even at like, so like I'm 28. Um, and so I started riding, like riding again two years ago. And for a lot of people, they'd be like, oh, you're 26. Like that's way too late to get into something from yeah, the start. We're training, but we're training. Dude, it's yeah. Loretta's. Yeah. We're training yeah, for we're, Loretta's 50. We're going to make that Loretta's 50 plus group Dude, one day. We're coming after it. Um, but, but yeah, it's been, it's been fun to like, cause, cause like I wrote a little bit in middle school, but like the idea of like progressing and like technique was mm-hmm. like not even like yeah, a you didn't thought think about back it. Yeah. then. You just wanted to ride. Yeah. We were just like, well, just hold on to the bike and, you know, yep. that, that's about it. That was the goal let go was like our technique lesson. Um, but now it's fun to like, like when you actually like focus on like, all right, my head needs to be in this spot. I need mm-hmm. to have my elbows here. And like, even if you're not getting like quicker, you're like feeling safer and you're feeling like way more right. consistent. Yeah. And confidence. Yeah, you're challenging yourself, you know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. you're, it's like a little game with yourself. In a yeah. Way. Yeah, it really is. And like, even yeah. if you're not like racing anyone else, you're like racing yourself yeah. from the week before you know yeah exactly that's cool it's a lot of fun mm-hmm. yeah. um i like what you're saying about how um you know like you don't do it for anybody else you do it you know for yourself and just right. like one other thing um like that was kind of our mentality like we just wanted to share you know the kind of stuff in our experiences like with you know other people and um right. i thought because we are like d class moto podcast we're like the people's um the people's podcast you know like we we don't necessarily like speak for but we we can relate to a lot of the guys that are you know you know either d-class riders that are just like beginners and slow and stuff like that i mean we don't care necessarily about being fast but like you know just having fun and kind of outreaching the people in our community because you know we've gotten to talk to so many cool people just at tracks and just kind of hear their story and um that to me is like 
fulfilling in itself, being able to like go talk to people and just share the, the, the Meet people that also care about like yeah. the cool stuff that you care about. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It sounds like you may have a similar story with this, but like when we first started getting into riding, we had no other friends that gave a crap about dirt bikes. Dude, like I was watching Supercross on Saturday nights yeah. and my friends were like, dude, what are you doing? Like yeah. we're, we're hanging yeah. out at this place and I'm like, yeah, dude, but it's like the finale yeah. or whatever. They're <laughs> we like, got they're two like, races left. They're like, are you an idiot? Like you're watching, you're sitting at home watching dirt bike racing. Uh. But like, even still now, like of like, like our like core friends, like none of them mm-hmm. ride dirt bikes. Um, except for David. Well, David did. Yeah. He doesn't ride um, dirt bikes anymore. Sorry, uh, buddy. <laughs> but, uh, like even like my dad the other day was like, uh, I said something about like, yeah, like going riding, like spending a bunch of money or whatever. He's like, well, you know, that's what happens when you got a hobby that's for middle schoolers or something. I was like, all right, <laughs> calm down. I was like, I was like, all right, this is like, I was like, first of all, you're wrong. I, I went out to, uh, so at Loretta Lynn's ranch, we're, we're like an hour from Loretta's and oh, okay. they do like a fall trail ride. Um, okay. so I was out there this weekend there were probably a thousand people out there riding all the trails. <laughs> and I would say 75% of them were older than me. Mm. It was a lot of like 40, 50 year old guys, um, which yeah. I think they're more into trail riding, but like still like they're just like amped about riding dirt bikes. Yeah. doesn't yeah. matter. Awesome. And yeah. it's, it's been cool to meet people like, like them and like people like you and mm-hmm. people that like understand it. Cause I feel like with dirt biking, like you either like you get it and you're like all in, like this is the yep. sickest thing on the planet mm-hmm. or yeah. you're like, I don't get it at all. And like, you're crazy for thinking this sport is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really how it is. It's no, there's really not, in between kind yeah. of unless quad or something you're like <laughs> quads like Ooh. you know like yeah, quad yeah. around your farm or something you yeah. just kind of i'm into dirt bikes or whatever but there's no really like in between you kind of got to understand mm-hmm. what it is and what it takes to be in the sport or even try to do good or not you don't think it's a sport at all camera know? screens off oh hold on a second okay but yeah yeah, yeah. I, I definitely get what you're saying uh, I'm gonna run to the bathroom real quick. Holy cow! All right, we're gonna take a quick little uh, break. This is this is part of budget podcasting. <laughs> yeah, this this ain't Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, uh, we're not. Yeah, we're, not gypsy quite, tales. we're not quite the same budget. <laughs> um, do you listen to podcasts much? Maybe, nah, I really. I don't. I mean, I've seen clips on like TikTok and YouTube, but mm, nah. yeah. Now that you're kind of like involved in the moto community do you like do you follow anything else like do you like watch motocross racing now or even like supercross yeah. like okay cool yeah I mean, if, if you didn't we'd have to get you on that you know I'm just kidding. <laughs> for sure. yeah, um, i've been to indianapolis i watched oh, cool. this and um, okay mxon but that's the only two i've been to but i, I try to watch them when i can yeah sure. that's what's tough about which I, I think i might have talked about this before but i mean i, I can't think of a a better solution, but it kind of sucks that like motocross is on like Saturday, middle of the day, which mm-hmm. is like when, when we ride dirt bikes. Yeah. You know, and like supercross is like Saturday nights when like all our friends are trying to hang out and like do stuff. And yep. yep. Like I, 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 we ended up watching a lot of supercross races, but I would say more than half of the motocross races we were, you know, watch we, recorded. Were, we were racing or, or riding at the track and then. It's, you know, you can't open Instagram yeah and you're like getting home, watching the bikes and like running to watch the race. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, no service or anything. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good luck watching. We, we had this great idea and like we got all the stuff to do it, but we were going to put our TV in the, in the trailer and watch the races. 
you don't even have enough service to like stream yeah. it on your phone. So like you're, you're kind of at loss when you're out at the track, but yeah. And plus like, you don't want to be like, you know, paying for your four hours of riding and then spending right. most of that sitting in your trailer, yeah. staring <laughs> watching, at the, watching right. races. Yeah. Um, are you, do you live pretty close to tracks? Um, about an hour. My okay. closest track is 30 minutes away. Is okay. It, is it a, like a nice track? Like you can ride a lot yeah. or, okay. Yeah. But, um, it's the track I've raced. I've raced and I've raced it twice, um, cool. but that's the track I've raced. So it's pretty close. Local. We, right we, ha- we haven't raced in, it's probably been almost a year since we raced. Yeah. I think um, so. I think I've raced in two, you raced in one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. We did pretty trash every time, uh, dude. That's but cool. it was we a also, lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Hayden Hayden entered the 125 cc <laughs> open class. There's only one 125 cc class, and and I got I got I almost got a whole shot. I'm just gonna say that I I, I was like there, second yeah, place. There was a huge pile up in the first corner, and I have a video of it. Hayden just like slipped wow. under you see. right into second place, and yeah. then and then everyone just kind of slowly yeah. And then got by back. the third <laughs> jump, I had gotten passed by everybody. They tripled uh, over me, dude. I was like. Ah! yeah full send in it for sure but yeah. there's also like 15 year old kids down there. yeah no oh, yeah. yeah yeah these these kids are so fast these days like so there's this 85 kid his name's hayden he rides at valentine mx and he is probably one of the fastest riders out there and like this this covers the 450s and, and everybody um dude these kids in the 85s are nuts yeah. we went we went to uh dude you Fearless. should try and how, how far are you from tennessee Probably not too far, right? Probably like eight hours. Yeah, it's probably oh, it'd be a worth it for this. You you yeah, should come for down weekend. for Loretta's next year. Yeah, just to watch. Dude, yeah, it I, is I for sure. It is so much fun. It's mm-hmm. it's about an hour. So we're in Nashville. It's about an hour from here. Um, okay. And even if you could just come down for like Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. I think yeah. Saturday is like the like champion Friday, Friday and Saturday is when they the, do yeah. like the championships. Um, okay. It's like you know race three for everyone. Mm-hmm. But dude, watching these like, so we went last year for the first time and we all, we walk up to this jump and it's like a ski jump. And then there's like a little roller, like way past it. Yeah. And, um, we, me and Hayden walk up to it and like, the, I think there's like 65s out there and you know, they're jumping and they're still hauling, you know? Yeah. And we're yeah. like, oh, I wonder if like the 450 pro sports going to be landing like out here where this roller is next up is the super mini class with, yep. you know, like Hayden Deegan and all them. Yep. And first lap Hayden Deegan goes flying you know like 50 feet in the air is insane the, the, insane. the jump I'm, I'm super bad at like predicting distances but it's probably what he was 80 feet from the lip to that roller it was is a massive it's just massive on an 85 dude on yeah. A, yeah on a 110 um those guys were like leaping it and they're landing like they're I've, bottoming I've got, out yeah every... I've got videos in slow motion where those super minis they were jumping and when they're landing, their heels are scraping the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's, the, like the heels nuts. of their boots are scraping the ground. Yeah, it's unreal. And this is like a roller. Like if you tried, if you tried like jumping, it's basically landing, landing like, in the flat. Because like it's, yeah. if you case it, you'd be screwed. But then if you like actually land it, it's still just like it's You're pretty much just right. flat. It's, yeah, it's still kind but of. But they're flat. also carrying so much momentum that like when they land, they're yeah. just like they're not landing down. They're landing, you know, kind of. Yeah. 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 But so. dude, it, it's such a fun event to go to. We we've been the past two years. Um, this year, we got to watch like Dayton race and stuff, and that was a ton of fun. Yeah, that was so. He cool. did like super well. Yeah, he crushed yeah, it this year. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so we got to see all that, and like 
mean, obviously like seeing there's, there's a lot of like just pro riders hanging out there too. Mm-hmm. And it's such right. a different environment than, you know, like if you're at the Supercross race, like, I don't know, did you do like the pit pass and all that when you were there? Did I get the pass and stuff like, like that? Do the pit pass where you got to like, so nah, I, yeah. I would recommend doing that next mm-hmm. time you do Supercross yeah. or motocross. Cause that's a lot of fun too. But like, even with that, like, you know, you can like stand in line and like, you know, shake a rider's hand. But right. like when we were at Loretta's last year, we just like went up to Brian Deegan and talked to him for like yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, and he was really just fun. like hanging out and like, we're just like down to talk. We talked to him and then we talked to Levi kitchen for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he had like just won the pro sport. Like we didn't really know who he was at, at that point. Yeah. I didn't know. And we just like saw him like chilling over there by himself. And we were like, Hey, that's the guy that was just on the podium. Like let's, 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 go, say let's go say what up. And we talked to him for like 20 minutes and he ended up, he was on our podcast, uh, I guess like a year ago. Yeah. It was like one of the oh, first couple awesome. episodes um, we did. Yeah. He is, he's super chill. He's, mm-hmm. he's become one of my favorite riders just because of like the personality that he has is like so much fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. but then like we went from that and we talked to Rhino for like 15 minutes and yeah, like there's just like so many people at that, those Loretta's races that like they're there all week and yeah. they're just there to like hang out and like talk to people when they're not racing and Right. Um, they're there just like you are. So yeah. you can go there and talk to them and stuff. So, yeah. It's a lot of fun. And you get to see so many different types of racing. Like, yeah, you're out there and there's like these kids on PW 50s, like, you know, just battling to make it around the track. <laughs> yeah. And then survive. <laughs> there'll be a, you know, a pro sport where every rider that's lining up is going to be, you know, Rick racing pro motocross and supercross yeah. next year. Okay. And then you've got like, you know, like, these kids on super minis that are hauling, trying to make a name for themselves, get these like basically like factory deals, which is crazy that like a 12 year old is fighting for a factory deal. Yeah. Mind is a factory. deal. Yeah. Right. And it's crazy. Like seeing like, I mean, these kids are flying around on like, you know, Kawasaki's that Mitch Payton built and mm-hmm. yeah. like just these crazy bikes. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool event. I, I would recommend yep. if you can like make it down, especially for like the Friday, Saturday, yeah. Like bring some buddies down. It'd be so much fun. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I'll definitely try to come down there for sure. I mean, I don't see a reason why I couldn't. So, hmm. yeah, it's, I think they usually do it in August, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so like last, mean, it'll, first, it'll be a while for the next one, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's a really fun event. Mm. Probably, probably my favorite. Like I've been to, um, I used to go to Supercross every year growing up in Atlanta. Um, which like, that's a lot of fun. Uh, Red Bud was one of my favorite probably my favorite like pro race I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. that Loretta's probably beats Red Bud. I don't uh, know. Was, I would say there's, I think they're, they're different. They're but, very different. But like in terms of like what you get to see, Loretta's has everything. If you're, right. if you're a really big fan of like watching pro racing, like, you know, your, your big name, if you want to go see Eli or Chase or Ken, or, you know, like Justin Bogle, um, if you want to go <laughs> see any of those names, you know, you want to go, to like a pro national or a supercross race, but like watching a Loretta's like pro national is, is really cool to see. Cause it's not only, um, you know, pro level riders, but you also have like C class riders where they're, tr- you know, trying to make it to, you know, right. this pro. It's also just like, team. you can go walking through the pits, which the pits go like oh, yeah. five miles it's, down the it's, road. Yeah. It's like the entire and area. Every, just, every single person there is just like amped about the sport. A hundred percent. Yeah. And yeah. it's like so much fun to just like talk to random people and mm-hmm. you know get a bunch of free monsters. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's so much fun. 
there. But anyway, how did uh, how did you come across uh, Kawasaki? Like, what was the what was Dude, the, what was the move on the green team? You know, it's gonna be the most random thing. Like, I okay, so I had a I had a YZ two or yeah YZ two fifty F. It was like a twenty twelve mm-hmm. pre clapped. Um, I got, it got stolen. So no really, way. Yeah, dude. So the next day, like I, it was stolen. So the next day I went to Honda East, like my local dealership mm-hmm. and I was looking for a Honda, but they didn't, they didn't have any, they had like a line of cowies. So mm-hmm. I already took the money out and stuff like that. And kind of just, like I said, I didn't know too much. So yeah. I was kind of sent it. It was a dirt bike. It was brand new. So yeah. I bought it. So That's yeah. awesome. sweet. I've heard, I've heard those cowies turn really well. No, dude. Really? No. Yeah. Well, they're they're a lot of like, power, dude. They're torquey for sure. Like when you're coming around the corner, they like to pop out. Like they really? lean good. They lean good, but their the nose is really like light. I guess huh. it'll come out of the rut. I heard Honda's corner like butter. That's that's what I've heard. Really? Hmm. Well, that, yeah. Uh, I've never ridden a Cowie, but I grew up riding Hondas, which you know that was a what. And when I was in middle school, so they've probably changed a lot since then. Mm-hmm. I was on like yeah. that little like Honda 150R. Um, but last when we were at the track, when you had messed up your shoulder, I think that was when when I went over no, the bar. No, no, I think David was there. We ran into one of my buddies or one of my buddies' dads that we grew up riding with, and mm-hmm. he was always a Honda guy. And I hadn't seen him for probably 15 years. The last time we had ridden with him was when I was in middle school, and he was on a Kawasaki, and we were like man, I can't believe you switched over. He was like, he's like, dude, this turns so much better than the Honda. And I was like, really? Which yeah. like, maybe, I mean, he, he always rode like older Hondas. So like, I'm sure like I've heard that new bike is sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe, I mean, maybe I'm sure, I mean now like any bike is good. Yeah. With our skill level, like dude, yeah. I, I could ride a Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now, like buy a Suzuki because they handled, dude, not only that, but like, a Suzuki is just a very neutral bike. Like it doesn't do anything perfect and it doesn't do anything great, but it does a lot of things. Okay. And that is great for me because like, you know, people are like this bike handles better or this bike has more power. I'm like, bro, that Suzuki is like stuck in the middle the entire, it's entire life. It's, it has a Kickstarter, you know, a carburetor still Dude, on the new bikes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, the, I'm the on the main, Suzuki train. The main reason I want to get a new bike is because I am so sick of kickstarting that bike. Mm. especially like we were i rode woods this weekend and like when you're on the track like it's not really that big of a deal except i do hate that that bike we redid all the valving on it it's still like it starts pretty well but like there's some days where it's like it takes a few kicks and if it's like 100 degrees out and i'm kicking it a few times i'm like wiped coming up to the the entrance to the track like gosh um but uh where was i going with this Oh, and on the trails, sometimes kickstarting, like if you're like, you know, on like on a hill, like, yeah, like I stalled on like a fat hill and it's like, yeah. you're trying to hold in the front brake while kicking. And yeah. it's like all my, all the guys that I was riding with here, just like, and just like took off. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh man, that would be so nice. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. But I forgot where I was going. I was going to lead that into something, but I forgot. Uh, You wanted a certain bike. Oh yeah. You want bike? As you, oh, you want electric start or something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, I was taking it somewhere. I don't know. I forgot. Anyway, my next bike's gonna be a Suzuki. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Four fifty. My next bike's gonna be a Triumph. Four fifty. 
We get a triumph when they come out. Dude, how sick. RMZ450, that's my dream bike right there. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, so when, when we did, when I went to the Loretta's deal this weekend, Oh yeah. Um, they, so like Yamaha brought all of their brand new bikes. Okay. Um, and they let us do like a half lap on the track. Oh really? Yeah. So we got to, we got to hit like a couple of the jumps. They were kind of, it was kind of weirdly set up to where like you're kind of hitting jumps, like coming from off the track and like they they obviously, they didn't want you to like be able to take a legit lap at Loretta Mm -hmm. lens. Um, And so it was kind of like a weird lap, but we still got to like ride and I got to ride the new YZ250F and the, I got for the first time I rode a 450 and have you ever ridden a 450? No. How did that go? It was terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) That bike, like, so for the, I would say the first quarter throttle was fine, but then once you get it to about half throttle, especially if you like snap it into half throttle, that wheel is like immediately off the ground. Oh geez. Like especially no. like first, second gear on that bike. Mm-hmm. Like even third gear, I think I was like it was pretty like That's it was a lot so of power. Sick. And like uh, the, the gears were just so much oh. longer on that bike too. Yeah. Like when I rode the two fifty, I was, you know, like second, third, fourth gear. And on the four fifty, I don't know if I even got out of second gear besides like the like big straights. And like that bike, like you could just leave it in second on the whole track and like it had the torque to like go through the corners in second, mm-hmm. but then the the power was just so long that you could. Oh, sorry, my nose is all stopped up. Oh man, um, power. <laughs> the power was like so long that you could just like do everything in second gear. And like the first time around the track, it was. Uh, I don't know if you've watched Loretta's. There's like that um, like tunnel jump in the back. Nah, I don't. Um, well, basically, you know which one I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd ridden, I'd ridden the track on the 250 first, and then the 450. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna kind of like roll over this jump and like on the first lap, kind of like get used to the weight and the power before I try and do anything. And I just right. kind of like blipped it up the jump and like I cased the landing because I was I was trying to roll it, and I just oh. went like, Vroom. like that bike like just had so <laughs> much power. Yeah. But I could oh. see how, like, like once you got used to it, I'm you sure it would be all right. You could lug. You could but lug you a could, 450 if I mean, you wanted. I mean, you could just, like, cruise up to a jump face and just, like, brah, and just, like, send whatever you wanted on that thing. Mm. I, I don't know. Is it, is it like, is it unrideable in a way, or is it, like, is it cool? Like, uh, would you- I definitely wasn't used to it. I'm, I'm sure that if I, like, rode it for, like, a couple months, I would get used to it. Yeah. But riding it on, well, one, it was, like, you know, a bike that, I wasn't used to it all because, you know, like didn't have like the same bar height that I was used to and like all mm-hmm. that. Um, right. So like I was already a little uncomfortable on it, which I'm sure like you could fix that pretty easily. Um, yeah. But then also, I mean, the power was like a lot to deal with. Mm. And like my bike, like I, I'm, I'm trying to get better at like riding it like near the top end, like mm-hmm. like really like, you know, using the full power. Yeah. But that 450, like, it's, it's anything, unusable. Anything at half throttle, I was like, this is like a lot of power. So I can't yeah. imagine riding it like, you know, like Eli Tomac does. Like, <laughs> on, like basically just leaves the bike on the limiter. Yeah, and clutches through everything. Like that's yeah. what I was thinking while I was on that 450. I was like, this bike is a, well, first of all, it's, it's, stock. Probably, it's way weaker than the bike that Eli Tomac's riding. Yeah. Right. And 
I'm like afraid to even get it past half throttle. Yeah, yeah. And he's sitting there with it on the limiter <laughs> in every corner, wow. every oh. jump, everything. He's he's crazy. Yeah. And so like that that really put into effect to me. It was like one, like these mm-hmm. dudes are nuts. Yeah. Two, like this bike is like a lot. And it was also I could definitely feel it was heavier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I was kind of surprised about because like you know kind of like I was saying like I don't really like feel like I like can feel the bike that well as far as like settings and stuff like that. But right. I did notice like there was one jump where like it was kind of like you hit it like like a scrub sort of, which like, you know, I probably just a little butt whipped it or whatever. But uh, on the 250, I could feel myself like at least getting a little bit sideways on that. Like the mm-hmm. ski jump, the thing that we were talking about mm-hmm. the, a minute ago. Um, and uh, on the 450, I like tried to do that a little bit. And like the bike, when it got in the air, it just like did not want to move. Yeah. It felt like I was on a jet ski in the air. <laughs> I was like, all right, come on, come on. And it was just like, I was like, I was like, I'm going this way. Sorry. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I get you. So, so I guess we'll kind of like wrap up with this, uh, like final question. I mean, we don't have to like end on this, but like just kind of getting the brain stirring. What is kind of like your goal or what is, what is it you're trying to get out of, um, riding dirt bikes? Is it just like having fun on it? You know, like just kind of give us, um, like what where do you see yourself on a dirt bike in like a year or two maybe even like five years down the road um i definitely i definitely want to compete um i it's definitely more for fun at right now but i can feel myself getting better and it's only making me want to compete Mm. and try try to test myself against other people that have been doing this like me so i i don't know i want to be placing top fives in c class that's that'd be, be sweet man yeah that'd be cool yeah that would <laughs> so um i've got i've raced once and leaded the whole race um the first time i did two motos got 12th both moto so mm-hmm. that kind of got to my head though so yeah. the next time next time i raced i did horrible i didn't even finish the first moto mm-hmm. i uh, there was a there's a new triple at the track so i hit it and like I don't know. We talked about this at the beginning um, with, I don't know, my sense of like when to back off kind of. So I sent it and landed on a kid and wadded my bike up. Oh, so, really? That sucks. Yeah. And that's kind of where we're at right now. But I don't know. I want to probably become a full-time make content through this. Just mm. post her bike videos from, from where I became like yeah. not even get into the track at to competing in races. So that's kind of the goal. Mm-hmm. that's sweet are you are you doing is tiktok like your main thing or are you trying to do like youtube and stuff too or what um tiktok's definitely easier than youtube mm-hmm. so I, anybody knows that you can just kind of post a 15 second anything on tiktok and give views mm-hmm. on youtube you kind of got to care about what you're doing yeah and edit and do all that stuff make it look good and entertain yeah. so i, I want to get into youtube but right now with the time and amount of money and the schedule, just the schedule that I have right now is probably going to be TikTok. Just yeah. posting when I can. Yeah. I know that like, as far as like turning it into a career, like making content and stuff, YouTube is like the, the way to go from what I've heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just as far as like, I mean, like I, I know pe- people make money off TikTok. Yeah. Um, but like, do you have your monetization on, on TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. Does it actually like, Cause I've, I turned it on for, mm-hmm. for our account and then I think actually, I don't even know if I went through the process because, um, I was talking to Michael, do you know, Huckett films? 
Yes. So yep. we, we had them on the podcast a while ago. Um, mm-hmm. But he was talking about how when he turned on his monetization, his view count like just tanked. Like it was like very visible that it tanked. Hmm. And well, yeah, it, it, it does. Because like it, it, you are TikTok wants good content, especially now that they're paying for it. Mm-hmm. it they're going to tank your views to make you try harder on your videos. Kind of see where you're at. Gotcha. So, really mm. yeah yeah i mean I, i'm sure like that's like i'm sure like you know like charlie d'amelia is making <laughs> millions off of off of tiktok <laughs> monetization but as far as like i've heard that people can make like really good money off of youtube mm-hmm. um, yeah. which like obviously it takes more work but like i mean like the deegans for example they're yeah, like right. they have an editor i mean they yeah, have, they're, they're they have full-time people that yeah. are like helping like they're paying full-time employees for their youtube mm-hmm. so yeah. you know that means they're doing well with it exactly. um and i've heard other people talk about like the actual money that they're making on youtube i mean even look at like like whistling diesel do you know who he is <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah that dude like obviously he's making fat stacks off yeah. youtube i mean look at the car he, he, yeah. he may not i mean there may not be much in his bank account if he's you know, he spends a lot. He's he dispends yeah. a lot of money, but I mean, he's obviously he's making good money off of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. um, yeah. And I think that as far as like the platform, like paying their content creators, I think YouTube like is the best at that from what I've heard. For mm. sure. Um, but dude, you should also start a podcast. Yeah. I, I mean, now that I've been on one, I kind of see how it goes. Yeah. It's super chill. Like, like yeah, we're 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 not anything special as far as like yeah, knowing like public true. speaking or anything like yeah we were just like like I've I've produced podcasts like for other people like that's kind of like what I do for work um yeah. so I knew like the the ends like on the it. camera and like mm-hmm. recording side of it so that helps but honestly it's like it's easy you could film it on your iPhone yeah I mean mm-hmm. honestly you could just take we're just screen recording off of my computer right now like what right. like your video you could okay. you could do the whole podcast just with that. Like yeah. you could make yeah. it so that like you could see us and you like together. Right. Um, like we're recording it on my nice camera just because we have it, but we could easily just be recording off of this. And then like the recorder we got was like a hundred bucks. These mics Headphones. were like 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, it's pretty low cost to get. I mean, it's not like low, low cost, but yeah. um, if you have like, like you have a, a platform of people that like obviously care about you and like want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you can, you can make some good money off of like, like that would be another like, could be like a career down the road type thing is podcasting and stuff like that. So definitely a good idea. Yeah. I mean, I I could have like my regular channel just riding and then maybe a channel. So yeah. So I think uh, my computer just ran out of space from screen. Speaking of the screen recording, my computer just <laughs> ran out of space from uh, the screen recording we did. Cool. So okay. it might be a good time to wrap anyway. All right. Um. Do you but, have any uh, final questions for us or like anything that you wanted to kind of talk about for us or anything like that? Not really. I mean, it was, it was awesome meeting you guys. I, yeah, I really likewise, man. Questions, I think know? you're a really respectable, like young man. I mean, like I'm still a young man, but like, um, no, yeah. I know for, for a 19 year old, you're very well spoken and like, you know, you just seem to care. So really appreciate yeah. what you're doing to the, to the community and just keep up the hard work, man. We love seeing the content. Yeah, we'll do for sure. sure. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We'll have to uh, let us know if you want to come down to Loretta's. Mm-hmm. You can chill with us, and then uh, maybe we'll see you at Redbud or something. Sounds good. Definitely. Thanks Dope. for having me. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Yep. Bye. Peace. And, of course, my mom's calling Loretta's. <laughs> Loretta's ending.
That's awesome. All right, let's wrap up just me and you. Since it, we can't just end it with my mom calling. All right, so yeah, that, so that was Deshaun Bird. Be sure to check him out on TikTok. I think his TikTok is just at Deshaun Bird, right? Yeah. Um, check him out there. Check him out on YouTube because it sounds like he's trying to do YouTube as well. Yeah, give him, um, give him some super, follows. Super like genuine. Like you can tell just like one from just how he was like talking the podcast. Yeah. But also like you can tell on his TikTok content, like mm-hmm. he's like, he's a genuine dude. He's excited for the sport. You yeah. Know? He's just trying to like better himself. And like, he's also like bettering his followers in the process because there's so much negativity on social media. <laughs> and like, I've never seen him post anything negative. So yeah. shout out to him. Yeah. Props. All right. We're going to wrap it here. Thanks right. to everyone for tuning in and we will be back soon. Oh, so on the last podcast, we mentioned that we we're going to have a cool special guest. Deshaun was super cool. That's not who we were talking about, though. We were supposed to have another guest on the podcast. Due to um, recent weather conditions in yeah, a he, certain state. He lives in uh, Tampa, and we were supposed to do the podcast like the day after that hurricane hit. Um, yeah, that didn't so happen. So he had to evacuate. We had to reschedule. Um, we're working on rescheduling that now. So we'll yeah. let y'all know. Um, I don't think we should tell him who it is yet. No way. It's me. It's been pretty sick. Yeah. Um, I'm anyway, so stoked for it. Yeah. We're going to try and maybe do it in person. Did I tell you about that? Ooh. Yeah. Cause, cause he's, he he's coming through for the natural. That yeah, might give away who it is, but, uh, nah, nobody, nobody will figure that one out. Someone will figure it out. <laughs> nah. um, anyway. All right. Thanks for listening. Y'all. You got anything else to say? Hey, ride safe and enjoy it. Peace out. Dope. Peace. See y'all in the next episode. Yeah.